Hey everybody, this is Craig Cottle, Director of Nature Blind School, again here for the Survival Show Podcast. And looking forward to it, you know. We got some really good feedback when I got started back doing some of these manly musings. So thanks for the response that we got. Um, particularly, I got some uh, some good messages on social media and email about, hey man, I'm glad you're back and doing that sort of stuff. So yeah, glad to be back too. So here's what I wanted to cover today. Um, when I wrote my first book, uh, Extreme Wilderness Survival, one of the things that the publisher literally asked me to do was we, they asked me, they, they wanted it to be military-esque for a civilian audience. And so that's what I did. And I, quite frankly, I think I did a pretty good job of what they asked me to do. And one of the things I benefited from because I've personally never been in the military, and that's really what they wanted. They wanted somebody that had not been in the military but had been close to the military to be able to bridge the gap between, you know, some of the things that we might learn from uh, military training or what have you and engagement uh, and, and provide that information in a way that your average ordinary person could utilize it. And I've had the good fortune of being able to work alongside a lot of military folks, a lot of former military folks, and... And I have family in the military, obviously. And so that's given me an opportunity to see and hear some things that are really interesting. And many years ago, I started collecting a bunch of stuff on mental fortitude because I really like mindset. And if you followed what I do for very long, you'll know that that uh, I, I spent a lot of time discussing mental fortitude as it relates to survival. And so I wanted to give you a top 10 list of things that will help you develop mental fortitude today. Before I get into that, check it out. So we've set up a couple of discount codes for you all, just you listeners on the Survival Show podcast. The first one is TSS10. That'll get you a discount in my online membership on my website, naturereliance.org. If you look in the show notes in the description below, you'll see a link for that. And then TSS 20 will get you 20% off an in-person weekend-long class with Nature Reliance School. We've got students coming from, at this point, all over the world. Different countries come into Kentucky, uh, but that's that's rare. But we have people from all over the country, several different states. I think it was 32 different states last year that came to Kentucky and trained with Nature Reliance School and our fine cadre of instructors. So we'd love to have you join us. Again, that's TSS 10 to get 10% off our online membership, which that online set of courses is growing exponentially, and then TSS 20 to get you 20% off an in-person class. So we'd love to have you for either one. Now, let's get into this top 10. So again, the way I came about this was just listening. I like to listen to people that are smarter than me. I like to listen to people that have done things that I've never done. I am a forever student, if you will. And one of the things that that I have found by doing that is that just by listening to people and learning from them, I can take what it is that they do, and I like to mold it for the groups of people that I'm working with. Like or right before I got on this podcast, I got a call for a high school group that's wanting to study survival as things are uh, – they're getting ready to go off to college and they need to know how to you know survive. Let's say their car breaks down or something of that nature. And it might be that a month from now I'm teaching a man tracking crew of special forces. I, I train quite a range of people and I'm very fortunate to be able to do that. But I like to listen to those people too. I'll learn from high school students and I'll learn from, you know, military dudes. And one of the things that keeps coming up in the military that I really just 
like is that they have a fantastic way of, you know, I've said this before on podcasts here on the survival show, embrace the suck. And this top 10 list goes, you know, that, that sounds funny and that's cool and all that stuff. And I think there's a time to really focus our attention on that, but how do we do that? And that's what I wanted to do with this is to go ahead and and take a look at 10 things that you can do to help yourself do that. Number one, constantly improve yourself. One of the things that I do, and, and, and I say these as recommendations, not saying I have the answer for all things. It's just an A answer on how I do things that it helps me is that I get up and I work out and do a physical workout every morning. When the weather's suitable, I'll go to the woods and do that. I'll pick up logs and move them, and I'll ruck with heavy packs, and I'll do some kettlebell workout, and I actually have a barbell. I'll do some deadlifts and stuff of that nature. Uh, In the cold months, typically I'm in the gym working out, uh, working with the stuff that you might get at your typical gym. But one of the things that I do like to do, instead of listening to just like kick-butt music, I like to listen to motivational stuff. And so I like to listen to like Eric Thomas, uh, he's he's a fantastic and fantastic speaker on uh, motivation. You can everything that I utilize, uh, you can get on. Matter of fact, I'm sitting here thinking about it. I can I can share with you all my Spotify motivational list. So I'll make sure I send that up to producer Ben, and we'll have a link for that in the description below. And it's it's only got four or five things in it, you all. But I'd like to listen to them over and over, Eric. Thomas's is about an hour long. There's some in there from Jocko Willink. Um, there's some others in there. Uh, for example, uh, Denzel Washington's got a really good speech that he presented to uh, a graduating class at some university. I don't know where it was, but it's a really good one. So uh, I'll have that link uh, sent up to producer Ben as well. But that's one way that I constantly improve myself. And I found my productivity increased incredibly well when I quit listening to just music while I worked out every morning and listened to motivational uh, speeches. It just, it really helped me. Uh, Number two on the list, recognize and release tension. The other day we were teaching a level three survival class for Nature Reliance School. And one of the things that I shared in that class is basically some ways to release tension. Uh, For example, we were sleeping like two nights in a row. I slept basically in the dirt Uh, We had some, it was a level three class, which is basically knife only. Okay. So yeah, it's in knife only. The gear list is a knife, right? (laughs) So these guys came into class carrying nothing but a knife and there existed for this level three survival class. We created some bedding out of dried grass that we had found in an open field and it worked fairly well. Um, but but uh, some of the students that were in class were had limited amounts of this grass, so I basically gave mine to them on the first night, or not all of it, but some of it. And in second night, I actually my bed caught on fire, so I pretty much lost all of my bedding and slept in the dirt almost the entire entirety of both nights that we were out. So I say that because one of the things that we did is we practiced some breathing and meditation type practices to learn how to release tension quickly and efficiently. The best way to do that is just to breathe. Okay. So I've recommended to you all here before, put your hands on your belly. You don't have to sit in some kind of crazy Eastern mysticism type 
position. Although if you want to do that, do that for your prayer life or meditation life, whatever it might be. But really you can just sit in a chair at work, you know, at the desk or sit on the couch or sit on the floor. I like to be grounded. So I like to be close to the earth. I like to sit down and lean up against a tree sometimes and just put my hands on my belly and breathe. If you're breathing properly, if you put your hands near your belly button, your belly should expand. If you're not breathing properly, you'll hold a lot of tension in your shoulders and you only breathe about halfway into your lungs and that just creates more tension. Number three, be flexible. And I'm going to tell you right now, I have more trouble with this than anything else. Now, I'm pretty flexible as it relates to um, communication and dealing with people. I feel like I'm fairly flexible, but physically I am terribly inflexible. So this is something I need to work on for sure. And these are things I was listening to a podcast the other day. It's one of my motivational lists by Dave Goggins. And he talked about how one of the things that radically changed his way of doing that. If you don't know who Dave Goggins, this is the dude that runs like 200 miles, you know, I mean, runs, he'll run 40 miles a day, several days a week. I mean, he's just a former Navy SEAL. Uh, I think he went through Ranger school too in the army. Uh, just, just a beast of a person. If you don't know who he is, look him up. You should listen to some of his motivational stuff. A lot of, a uh, lot of uh, salty language there. I'll go ahead and warn you on that. But this is a dude that's just a physical specimen, right? But one of the things that changed for him as he got older was he was getting inflexible, and so he started adding in a, an hour or so of yoga each night, and it helped him continue to do what he was doing. So be flexible in mind and body. Meaning, I'm not saying you shouldn't have a standard of ethics and and be willy-nilly flexible with anything that comes your way um, mentally, but I am saying you have to be flexible to what comes your way and work with it instead of against it. Uh, next on the list, number four, is have a purpose. Having a purpose, having a mission, having a goal is how you get things done. Uh, what was it? One of the motivational quotes I heard the other day, I think it was Denzel Washington, the one I was mentioned earlier, that it's a good thing to dream, but a dream without goals is nothing but a dream. And so that kind of stuck with me. I really like that. So have goals and set goals that you're going to um, achieve things, and it'll help you more orderly get things done. I try to set goals on a daily basis, a weekly basis, three months, and then a year. So I have some goals, for example, that I, I these are big lofty goals that I have for the year. And my daily and my weekly and my monthly goals work towards that overreaching goal. And it's just like, you know, how do you eat an elephant? You take one bite at a time, right? All right, number five, believe you are strong. This is incredibly important. If you see yourself as weak, then you're going to be weak. If you see yourself as strong, you can be strong. Now, I'm not one of these people that says that just because you dream you can do something means you can do it. I, I'm I'm not one of those people. I'm very adamant about that too. I think we do a disservice to our children in telling them that you can be anything you want to be because you can't. There's just a lot of people out there that cannot be president of the United States. What I'm focused on, though, and what I really like is – is that when you believe you're strong towards a specific goal that you are designed to do, like all of us have things about us that we are made to do. And for example, I'm not made to, I have a degree in statistics and that's those statistics were based on American production inventory control society. And I can't imagine if I had went into a factory and worked my entire career 
uh, building widgets somewhere in a factory. I'd, I'd probably died 10 years ago. Uh, I just, that's not me. And there's nothing wrong with it at all. I mean, it's a fantastic career, actually. It's a very, you can be a very successful person in that type of career, but that is definitely not me. Once I tapped into what I felt like I was made to do, then I could see myself as being strong in that particular career and then moving forward with it, doing what I do. I mean, you know, 10 years ago, I never would have thought I'd be sitting here podcasting and people would want to listen to anything I had to say. Uh, I never dreamed 10 years ago that I would, that I would write more than a 10 page uh, essay on something. And now I've written four books, very successful, best-selling books. So it's kind of, you know, it is what it is when it comes to believing you are strong. Look at what it is that you feel like you were made to do and then see yourself being strong doing that. Next, have a sense of humor. And this is critical. This past weekend, I, I think I mentioned earlier that we had a survival level three class and we had sleep deprivation, water deprivation, food deprivation. It was a really difficult class for those that were in there. And one of the things that was in abundance while we were there was laughing. Now, we had a bunch of uh, ex-military dudes in there, so there was a lot of talking smack and, and, um, and again, perhaps salty discussions going on back and forth. But it sure did make his belly laugh a lot through the night. And I mean, several of us didn't sleep nearly the whole weekend. And so it's one of those things where if you can figure out how to laugh at yourself, laugh at the situation, then it helps lighten the mood and helps you get through very difficult situations for survival. Next is stay positive. This is another thing that is incredibly important is that when you, and this is why you'll hear people say embrace the suck kind of attitude. If it's a bad thing and you just look at it as something you should embrace and go with and look at problems as if they were opportunities instead of problems, then staying positive is a way to just get through a lot of lot of negativity in your life. And this is this is something you can apply on a daily basis, not only in a survival disaster readiness situation. And what I mean by that is if you got a hurricane bearing down on you and you gotta leave, well, this is a time to, you know, as my wife says, when weather happens and you can't do what you normally do, it forces you to think outside of your normal daily activity and develop relationships with those you care about and the things that go along with them. So try to be positive. Next on the list, be healthy. And i tell you what I had to do, you all, and this is kind of a, uh, a very personal thing to me. I have, I've just come to the admission that I have an addiction to food, um, almost to the point like somebody might be addicted to crack. I mean, there's like, uh, this is almost embarrassing to admit, but by admitting it, it helps me get past it. I have an addiction, let's say, to... Potato chips. I love potato chips. Crunchy, salty. That's me. That's what I love. And I could eat those things all day, every day. And there have been times in my life where I would do exactly that. I would just eat chips and just a lot. And it's just disgusting, quite frankly. And one of the things that I had to do was, because I'm tight, I don't like to spend money. One of the things I had to do was I paid somebody to help me develop a workout plan and a nutrition plan. And because I don't like spending money, because I spent money to do that, it forced me to start working out and to eat healthier. And all the things that, that are beneficial that come for that have been coming my way. And so that opens my eyes. Now, if it, if it helps, one thing that I did in my mind that has helped me tremendously is that, you know, for example, potato chips, those are bad for you. Right. We all know that there's no real nutritional benefit that comes out of a potato chip. It's all in your mind. And so really I had to convince myself and, and 
to admit that I'm an addict is, is one part of it, but to, and I'm not saying I have the problems that your typical addict has like sexual addiction or uh pornograph, uh, porno, pornography addiction or crack addiction for that matter. But I mean, I did, I was, I just felt like I needed to have chips and stuff of that nature all the time. But one of the things I told myself is that anytime that I eat chips, I'm actually hurting myself and not helping myself. And I know that that seems pretty simple to a lot of you, but that was not simple for me to do. So I'm saying that now. So if that helps you, then it helps you. I hope it does. Uh, meaning, you know, every time you put something in your mouth, it should be something that helping you, or you might very well hate yourself. And I think that was part of coming over the mental aspect of what it is that I felt like I was addicted to. And so that was, that was a big step for me. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, you all got another one here that I'm not so good at. So I'm pretty honest in admitting the things that I'm not good at and and uh, not talking about the things that I feel like I'm I'm pretty comfortable with. But being organized, man, I try to be organized. Uh, as far as goal setting and stuff of that nature, I feel like I'm fairly organized. But, man, I've got so many irons in the fire. You may feel this way, too. But I'll give you a, a little thing that has helped me. And you can find your own way of doing this, obviously. But I use Evernote a lot. And I use my calendar uh, a lot to organize things, particularly as I get older. And I have dealings and work with so many different entities. Like I might work with 20 different entities uh, in a given week and, and, you know, dozens of people. And so there's no way that I can remember all the details. So I just take good notes whenever I have a meeting or a discussion or even phone conversation, I'll quickly take some quick notes on some things because I just can't, I just can't remember it all. Um, so that, that has helped me be more organized and I hope it helps you. That's a Evernote. I think Microsoft has a product too, Microsoft note. Uh, I don't know what the Mac version of a notes, um, thing would be i know they have a basic one on an iphone i've seen that and i think that sucks but but i'm sure they have a more robust option for you as well and hopefully that helps you last one work on your relationships and what i mean by that is not necessarily your love relationships but all your relationships i was in a um, leadership course many years ago uh, first job i got out of high school or out of high school out of college was I got a degree in business statistics, right? And so my first job was working as a manager in a very small hospital in my hometown. And every job I've ever had, I've worked in my small hometown. I always wanted to try to make a difference in my hometown. And one of the things that they did that was one of the better things that I've ever done as far as leadership and communication skills is we went through a program called Frontline Leadership. I don't know if that's still out there for organizations or not. But one of the things that was there were five principles that were critical to being a, a frontline leader or a good leader. One of them was to work on your relationships. And I entered that aspect of this into this book. 
And it's also one of the things that, that came out of military discussion, obviously. You work on taking care of the people above you, the people next to you, and the people below you. And there's, in my estimation, there's not a better place to see that than basically a, a good sergeant in the United States Army, right? These are guys that are taking care of the officers above them. Uh, they have to work pretty closely with the other sergeants that are uh, at their same level. And then basically they're the mama hen for all of the soldiers that are underneath of them. So if you ever get a chance to be around a group of soldiers, watch specifically how the sergeants interact with those around them. You know, they have to be, they have to be the grunt that lays in the dirt and they also have to be able to communicate effectively with the officers that are prettier and stuff of that nature. And I think if you, if you've ever been around military folks, you know what I'm talking about. They've got to take care of the officers and they got to take care of the men under their control. So it's an interesting dynamic, I think. And, and I've learned a lot by watching them, but one of the thing is they work on relationships. They specifically communicate. Another thing that I took out of uh, some of the guys that I've trained with, I've done a uh, tremendous amount of man tracking training. And nearly every time I do that, whether I'm leading a class or I'm a student in a class, there's always military folks in those classes. And one of the things that I've gotten out of that is how a medic handles everybody. If you've ever been around a good medic, they're constantly walking around going, how you doing, man? How's your feet? Are you hydrated? Are you drinking water? How much water did you drink today? And communicating effectively taking care of the health and, and welfare of the soldiers under their control. So it's one of those things that it's just a, a very vital aspect of leading others that is critical that will help lead us too. So if you're working on your relationships, taking care of the people that are higher than you or taking care of the people that are lower you in a family, I see it as, you know, take care of the people that, that uh, brought you into the world and take care of the people that are, that you've brought into the world and always work diligently on the relationship with your spouse. If, if you're a family person, you know, if you're solo, then you need to be working on the relationships with people that live next to you, whether it's in an apartment building or whether it's in a neighborhood or whether it's somebody that's a hundred acres away from you on the farm, you know, know your, know your uh, neighbors on the fence line and, and work diligently on those relationships. If something ever happens, a bad situation happens, then you'll want those relationships to be there because when everybody gets stressed, it's going to be problematic. But when you have a good relationship, it, it works out for the better. That's for sure. So this has been Craig Cottle. I am the director of Nature Blonde School, and I also am an occasional host here at the Survival Show podcast. I'm very thankful for the opportunity. Thanks to David and Ben for all the work that they do to get all this stuff together and, and editing and all that fantastic stuff. Appreciate you guys tremendously. Don't forget, look in the description below. I'll have three or four things for you. One, a 10% discount. That's TSS10 to get into my online membership on my website. TSS20 to get into an in-person class with us at nature blind school. And then I'm also going to put up a link to my Spotify motivational list. Again, some of it's a little bit salty language, especially when you listen to Dave Goggins. So if that's not your thing, then don't listen to Dave Goggins. But uh, for the most part, these guys are fantastic at offering motivational uh, speeches and even sh just short. One of them is like four minutes long and I'll listen to it two or three times while I'm working out. So hope this helps as always our goal at the survival show podcast. Keep it simple. Be positive and stay sharp.